0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Four in ten people across the EU think the most important role of a woman is to take care of her home and family. And that's the finding from new research that's been carried out by the European Commission. They're launching an EU wide social media campaign today to tackle gender stereotypes. And I'm interested in chatting about it because I just thought in 2023 that 40% was a remarkably high statistic. But um, I'm interested in your thoughts on that today. Jane Downs um, from Jane Downs Finance Talent is with us on the line today. Jane, what's your reaction to um, these statistics?
2: Hi, Andrea. Um, Yes, so I'm, you know, I'm always amazed by statistics that come out. And initially, like my thoughts would be, I think we should move, we're moving more from, me deciding what's right for you and really in my mind it's always about choice and and the the issue of working inside the home or outside the home for women is so emotive for people because like a lot of the time they don't have the freedom to make the choice they want might want to make um like there's a lot of people working who might want to be at home but they're limited by an affordability factor and there's an awful lot of people at home who would love the opportunity and the, the to be able to go out and and work in a job that will um you know that will interest them and that but they they're limited again by like there's so many barriers to entry from childcare to um upskilling to getting flexible work so i think the overriding like um i think what's important is that people feel they can make choices that suit their lifestyle um at a particular time in their lives. I mean, people's requirements change, don't they? Over, you know, what what works for you in your twenties may not work for you in your thirties, and then, you know, things change again in your forties. So, um, I just think as a society, we really need to look at how do we facilitate as many people as possible to participate in whether in, in the workforce or enable people to be able to take time out and be at home with their families, if that's what they choose.
1: Mm. Aileen is with us on the line. Aileen, what's your reaction, I suppose, first of all, to the figures, 4 and 10, think?
2: Well, uh, well,
3: well, I'm I'm live from Austria, (laughs) as we speak here, and I'm at the bottom of a mountain in Austria. And we were talking about this by total coincidence with friends and colleagues in Austria, actually, yesterday. And I find the statistics that forty percent so high. I just can't believe that. Mm. And and I think your previous speaker there. I think the one word that I think all the time is choice. Yeah, you know, I don't have children, but all of you know most of my friends do. And I think the whole thing is about choice. And I think it's about shared parenthood and also shared skill sets in terms of people going into the workplace. You know, I think sometimes that sounds like women shouldn't work or they should be in home or it's forgetting their intelligence levels, it's forgetting their ambitions and skill sets. It's like that whole
1: survey forgets all of those parts of the intellectual side of us all. So does it highlight, uh, Faulkner's on the line as well, does it highlight then like uh, the extent of outdated attitudes then on gender Faulkner?
0: Well, my thought would be that 40%, like like your previous callers, it seems to me like a lot. But at the same time, if we look at it over time, that would have been 90% not very long ago. So we're we're at least going in the right direction. But your other callers there, they're also saying that choice is what's important. And I would absolutely say that uh, that is where we need to be going. Because as a society, we've become far too driven by a need to be economically efficient without the same need to be uh, very humanist and and decent in how we deal with our neighbours, if you like. But we're not helped over here at all by our 1937 constitution, which is a deeply discriminatory document in so many different ways. And Article 41.2 is at the root of the discrimination against women here because it is saying that the woman's place is in the home. And as long as you've got something like that going on at an official level you're always going to have some um, social acceptance of that. And uh, you're not going to wake up to the fact that really the purpose of having a parent, regardless of gender, uh, the father could stay at home just as easily Mm. and do just as good a job with the child. But the purpose of having a parent in the home is to make sure that there is a parent available for the child, do all of the exceptionally time-consuming bits of, of looking after a child's mental welfare at a young age, that is actually required. And I don't mean, by the way, because someone did mention earlier on the thought of, you know, the the parents, when the adults are in there, that the, the whole game changes for the, the kids. It's not a question of that the children need to be supervised all of the time, but there should be an adult available for them and them alone, not a teacher who's available for 20 other people at a time their parents should be available for them. And it should not be a case of economic necessity that um, both parents have to leave the home.
1: Um, Kim, Kim is... W- what, yeah. yeah, no, it's an interesting point. Kim is on the line as well. Kim, what's your reaction to this?
0: I I
4: am really shocked at the 40%, I have to say. I'm really shocked. I, was, I really thought, especially because it's European, I thought we were a lot further on than that. You know, like, yeah. I just think that the, the concept of belonging Like, I thought we were kind of at a point where it's not really anybody's business. Do you know if you choose to work or choose to stay home? Like, I have a mix of friends who are working from home or full-time work. I myself am full-time work. I'm in the really comfortable position that I don't have to work full-time if I don't want to, but I do choose to. But I think we have a real mixed response here in this country. I think a lot of people do think that, you know, maybe you should be home raising your kids. And I do think our work environment here is not overly supportive to mothers yeah. working full-time. Like, I'm really lucky I work for an incredibly supportive company. If my child is sick, they are, they have so many things in place. Like, it's really no problem. But the job I had before here, it wasn't as supportive. And I really felt like you were looked down upon as a woman if you had to leave to go and take care of your child. It was like, oh, they're late, you know. Oh, they have to look after their child. There's a real, there's a real kind of... Uh, it's a bit frowned upon.
1: Which, so which it's about getting about getting the the work life. I suppose the the balance.
4: Yeah, yeah, and just making women feel like actually it's all right if you have to, if you want to work full time, but also have to look after your child. Like like I know myself if my husband has to if if he covers and he has to go and pick up our child from crash or something if she's sick, he gets praised in work for being such a good dad because he's so dedicated. Whereas if a woman does it. I still, t- I think we're very, I, I, we're a lot more, we're a lot further behind than I think we should be, like in twenty twenty
1: three. Mm. I know it's it's, it's I, I, that's yeah, I, I think, think that's it, the bit from even. I,
4: I, no. I thought that that your the, the person that was on there. The point about it being in the constitution that's holding
1: us back big time. Brian is on the line as well. Brian, why did you get in touch?
5: Oh hey yeah, uh, I was just wanting to make a point. Um, I don't know if this conversation should, should necessarily just be centered on women rather than parents as a whole. Um, like, at the status quo at the moment is that many parents are forced for both of them to go out working full-time uh, in order to pay rent or pay mortgages, pay bills, etc., etc. And I think that's just a really huge problem for our society because, um, like, you've got your kids being raised by somebody else. They're in childcare. Then they're in school or whatever. Then everybody comes home. Everyone's tired. You see your kids in the evening for a couple of hours. And... Yeah, I just think it's a massive, massive problem. Um, so, like, I'm not, I'm not saying women should stay at home. I'm saying maybe a parent should stay at home, whether it's the father or the mm. mother. Um yeah, so I, I I don't like the way it's being framed as just a, a woman problem because it's actually a, yeah.
1: a problem. No, it's a, that's a fair point. Like I suppose overall and the reason Jane that we've been talking about this today is because it's the the um, European Commission research they were launching this campaign the end gender stereotypes and the question was centred around women and and that was one of the statistics There's many other questions as well about um you know more ambition whether what what did they find 35% of Europeans believe that men are more ambitious than men uh, than women 36% um is how much less women overall earn on average by comparison to their male counterparts just plenty of other um interesting stats in it as well but we're talking about it from the context of the um the female question today because i was just interested in the stat i thought it was was remarkably high for 2023 but how do we change it then what was that?
2: Well Maybe. i think we i think it's about having the um having having goals and objectives in this regard and now i am you know just today the work life balance and miscellaneous provisions that's right yeah of 2023 and the two sections of that are um enacted today regarding um, um breastfeeding mothers in work and more time for that and also um being able to take unpaid leave to look after sick family and friends so that's all good um now, to go down another road, I suppose, you know, we do have to be mindful. We, you know, it's great to bring these in, but I think we equally have to be supportive of the smaller employers who, you know, have to enact this. And, you know, it's, an, it's important we keep both sides going because to keep people engaged, um, it's, it's the smallest curveball can drive somebody out of the workplace, you know. So it's the unexpected things like some, you know, someone getting sick or... Um, so the more we can create flexible work mm. environments, that allows people people are generally often very happy to work but it's just those unexpected hiccups I suppose that come along and it just becomes so stressful and then people end up leaving work so I think it's great to see um, more structure coming in around flexible yeah, working absolutely. supporting people the opportunity to to kind of you know um, take time off when they really need it yeah. and then Okay
1: No it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good point as well to make Jane listen thanks a million for getting in touch with us uh, today all of the callers there as well on that